With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you want me to say something? Uh, uh, to, uh, on, you mean on the camera? Uh, uh, all right, because it sounds like a good idea. And, I want uh, me some glory hope. There's no way this is going to come back to bite me in the ass like four years from now, is it? Okay, all right, good. So uh, uh, I'll just uh, say what I was going to say. Sanchez is not a good quarterback. Okay, all right, go ahead. That's good. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside the Jason Smith Show. Jason and my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios, where Hot 15 round. minutes can save you 15% yeah. or more car insurance, more info. Visit Geico.com. And it is nearly the middle of November, and you still have purple hair. Yeah. Still left over from Halloween. Hell yeah. Let me just take a guess. Let me take a guess. You thought it was going to come out a lot sooner, and it hasn't. So now you're owning it. Well, I've owned it all along. Okay, no, I know you have, but we've, just we've, now, like, no, you have no, no, no choice. No, it's, now it's, this was supposed to come out a little no, bit no, earlier. No, 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 it's, it's kind of a thing. It wasn't Because it, it, I did it a week and a half before Halloween. Yeah. It wasn't done for Halloween. Because it was a nice deep purple for a while. It yeah. was, it, it, we were knocking at your back door, deep purple, deep. But now it's kind of like a, like a softer, 
Cesar Romero Batman Joker. Oh, yeah, purple. I mean, we were smoking yeah. on the water, yeah, and now yeah, we're, yeah. we're hanging out. Yeah. And what's wrong with Cesar Romero? I, I did saying, shave my the... mustache today, though. <laughs> Unlike Cesar Romero, who, if you watch the old Batman series, refused because he was a well, star of screen, uh, the big screen, before he, he was ha- hanging out on on. Well, the Batman said, uh, "No, I stayed with the purple hair." Thank you. Batman. Way to go, Mayor Garcetti. Way to get that in. Before we get to the big story involving Jerry Jones today, right now, before the show, you and I talked to each other and said, "Okay, the Lakers are playing the Suns tonight." Yep. Suns gave up ninety in the first half to the Rockets last night. Second night of back-to-backs. They got to be tired from just chasing. Yes, just just from all the running around and trying to keep pace with the Rockets. So we said, you know, what's the over-under for points for LeVar? Uh, LeVar Stay in your lane. It's going to be zero. What are the over-under for points for Lonzo Ball tonight? And I said, yeah, listen, I was at about 15. And you were really close because you were going to say 16 and I a half. I said 16 and a half. So like, we're right around each other. Well, we're both off because he's got 47. <laughs> Already? Um, the Suns lead the Lakers 27-25 in the final minute of play in the first quarter. That's Lonzo- 127. Oh, sorry. That's a one in front. I, I, can't, I can't see the one, Frostberg. It's kind of tough right there. Uh, 27-25. 36 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Lonzo Ball with a fresh new haircut. That's maybe, good. Maybe changing his luck. He's more aerodynamic. Um, he sounds sexy. Lonzo Ball has played nine minutes. Uh-huh. He has two steals. Uh-huh. No points, no, no rebounds, mm. no assists. No. It's too soon, bro. That's that's where Alonzo is right now tonight. Early returns. I mean, we're just starting to get the first precincts reporting. In this. Yeah, but, I mean, this is the Suns. Everybody scores against the Suns. You, Maybe the floodgates haven't if, opened if, just if yet. If you put you, me, Frostburg, Tyshirt, and Looney, but I mean Looney because he would just take threes because he's a chucker, but you put the five of us against the Suns, we're going to score points. I'll get at least ten and a quarter against the Suns. At least ten and a quarter. Are you going to spot up and make it rain? What are you, well, Philip Seymour Hoffman? I'll hit a couple of threes, and then they'll have to get out on me, so they'll be able to drive and penetrate and kick it to you and Frostburg and Tyshirt. And, like Jason said, Smith you know, was mic'd up for work. that quarter. Yeah. Rain, man! I'll, I'll, I'd get at least 10 against the Suns. Oh, there's no question. Lonzo Ball right now, no points. No rebounds, no assists. Two steals, B, though. Aggressive. B, <laughs> aggressive. He is 0 for 1 from the floor, taking one shot. Again, Lakers and the Suns. 129, 126, 12 seconds to go in the first quarter. He's a weapon. Meanwhile, Jerry Jones finds himself in a little bit of hot water. Just when this Jerry Jones, Roger Goodell, Godzilla versus King Kong situation looked like it was coming to a head. He's the daddy. NFL owners are going to meet in December now to have a firm decision on whether or not to extend Roger Goodell's contract. He wants multi years. He wants fifty million a year. He forty nine and a half. Jet. Sorry, he wants forty nine and a half million dollars a year, a private jet, medical benefits. Jerry Jones does not want him to get that extension because he's been bad for the league. He's got owners on his side. Certainly, there's owners on Goodell's side. And this was becoming a fascinating battle. Who would you line up against? Who's your guy? Do you line up behind Roger Goodell? You think he's going to win? Is he standing there with more wheelbarrows of money? Do you like? He's, he's just like, oh, just like like one of those helicopter money drops. No, there was hey, that great video me. game back in the day where you'd drop the, the money satchels and, uh-huh. and, and you'd have a wheelbarrow. I have to go figure out what that is because I can picture it, but I don't remember the name of the game. All right, but that's, I mean, I, I, I don't remember that quite that. You, you played that game? Yeah. That was the game? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't Paperboy, was it? <laughs> Paperboy, that was a good one, too. That's <laughs> uh, good. But How yeah. do I stop? No, you just but keep going. But in this quarter, okay. it's Roger Goodell and piles of money. Right, and Jerry Jones and the future of the league, and we can put a guy in who's going to 
be a better adjudicant of power that can make us money. It's fascinating. I mean, th- I'm, I'm not I'm not lying. It is fascinating to see who's going to line up behind Goodell, behind Jerry Jones for this. This is, I mean, really, it, I just, it's such, it's about power and billionaires, and it's like watching billions. You know, it's like watching one of those TV shows. It's about, you know, people who are worth so much money and how they keep money moving around. I mean, it's awesome. And then today, a video leaks of Jerry Jones from 2013, a website, The Blast, which is run by a guy who is a former, what, founder of TMZ? Was Mike Walters, a founder, co-founder of TMZ.com and an executive producer of the TMZ live syndicated series. The website, The Blast, runs a video that was shot at the Warwick Melrose Dallas Hotel. And TJ, certainly the Psychic Friends Network at the Warwick Melrose Dallas Hotel could tell you. This is not what Jerry Jones should have said. This video was shot in 2013. There's a Caucasian man who asked Jerry Jones if he would tape a message to his fiance because it was his bachelor party. Now, there's been no real story behind how this video took place. You know, what was Jerry Jones there for the bachelor party? But at the hotel, here's a guy who was there at his bachelor party and asked Jerry Jones to tape a message for his fiance. Jerry Jones, if you see the video, doesn't look like he's as sharp as, you know, normal. And here's what Jerry Jones said that has caused him to have to apologize. And you wonder now, has the power been cut out from under him? And Jennifer, congratulations on the wedding. Wedding. Now, you know he's with a black girl tonight, don't you? Right here, Jerry. Thank you, buddy. So Jerry Jones said, congratulations on the (laughs) wedding, and said, you know he's with a black girl tonight. The video pans to a black man who's standing there who kind of laughs. Well, they're all kind of laughing. Yeah, they're all kind of laughing. Jerry Jones tapes this message, and it gets, you know, held on to, and now he's had to apologize for that after this came out today. He said, quote, that comment was inappropriate. It's not who I am. And I'm sorry. According to The Blast, the person who shot the video shared it with friends recently because he thought the current temperature of race in the NFL and the country made Jones's comments relevant. Then the video was sent to the website because individuals thought it was important for NFL fans to see. Two big things coming off this. Number one, it's too much of a coincidence that this video of Jerry Jones gets out when there's a huge showdown coming between Roger Goodell and Jerry Jones. Everything is political. Suddenly, just this guy said, oh, yeah, now I want to set this video out. Not last year. Not I want to set the video out now. Everything is political. Look at the story from yesterday involving Al Franken and Leanne Tweeden, where the, the horrible picture of him with his hands on her breasts, and it's a horrible picture. It gets out, and it's also out at a time when there's a huge situation or political climate and outside of it of sexual harassment. And... There's, it's been very bad for the Republican Party, Roy Moore in Alabama. It's been really bad, and now here it is uh, for a member of the Democratic Party and Al Franken. So you can't tell me that certain things aren't just, well, this is how it gets out. I, I mean, really, for this Jerry Jones thing, I mean, this is what it is. Suddenly this guy woke up a week ago, had this video for four years, four years, never shared it with anybody, didn't tell any friends, but it gets out now when he's got this big showdown coming with Roger Goodell, doesn't pass the smell test, doesn't pass it. I don't remember anything four weeks ago. Let alone, oh yeah, I got that video. Yes, that's what. That's when you uh, did your hair. 
That's when you dyed your hair Thanks, purple buddy. four weeks no, ago. No, that's buddy. right. That's where you did it. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the timeline of my life. We really need to get you something else, some kind of hobby. But the I look at your purple hair every bleep and night. It looks good too. It, it's it's well, it's a lighter oh, yeah. purple now, which is not you don't see it that often. But yeah, so far, well, you know, we'll we'll touch it back up yeah. when the time is right. Okay, ahead of the holidays, you know, for family pictures. Holiday, 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 holiday. holiday. When I'm not frying a turkey and okay. doing, you know, some other kind of smoked meats. <laughs> That's where we're going. But certainly the the climate, the timing uh, on this is suspect. Did the Mike Walters and the people at the blast, was this something that they had had in their possession and waiting to make a splash now that they're trying to build a, a rival site to TMZ, right? The former place uh, of business and, and where he helped build Things with Harvey Levin. So you, you certainly have that. And, you know, was this other owners that knew about this? Like, I, I'd love to know the provenance of this exactly for four years where it sat. Or was it sitting in someone's inbox for a long while? I was like, all right, now it's time to play this one. The other thing is this, because you get it's a very big political angle line, because it's, it's like I said, it's too much of a coincidence. Things happen. Every Everything we do is political now, one side against the other. But the other thing is this, and this is more, if you want great headlines, chasing athletes for quotes, that's just stupid. I mean, maybe once in a while you chase an athlete, you get a great quote, and it's awesome. Once in a while you chase a coach, you get a great quote. The people to talk to are owners, because owners are worth so much money. They have never had to play by rules. They are always the elitist of the elite. Everybody is at their beck and call. Owners in professional sports are worth billions of dollars. They have never had to answer to anybody. They have never had to worry about the their behavior. They've never had to worry about what they say. You want to talk to owners because you get owners and you talk to them for three minutes, they will say something that is incredibly embarrassing, that is tone deaf, that is showing you're out of touch. I mean, just look at things like the late Bud Adams. I mean, the guy was 90 years old and he's flipping off fans after, after during a game against the Buffalo Bills. Why was that bad? You just had... Come on, Come on, you're an owner of the team. I mean, look at Daniel you're relating Snyder. to the fans because they're doing it to you. Daniel Snyder, all those crazy and tone deaf comments he made oh, yeah. during the meetings a couple of weeks ago. Trust me, owners in sports, you want to talk to them because you realize that they will say whatever is on their mind because they've never had to be beholden to anybody because of the power they're in. They think, I don't care, I can say whatever I want to. They think they're Nicholson from A Few Good Men. I can order a code red. I can even admit it in court. You're not going to charge me with a crime. That's what I'm being done, charged with a crime. They all think they're Nicholson. They all think they can do it. This is where you want to go for gold. Jerry Jones, hey, will you do it? Why not? I don't care. I'm the owner of the Dallas Bleepin' Cowboys, man. Sure, I'll record some crazy-ass video for you. I don't I don't give a crap. This is what you get. You get this from owners. You, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even want to talk to players. I want owners Interviews with them all the time because you will see, no matter who, top to bottom, Mark Cuban, I mean, we take Mark Cuban for granted. The guy's been giving us gold for 15 years now. Owners will always say things that are embarrassing, that are awkward, that are tone deaf, and they make for great headlines, great copy. That's who to talk to. And even if they don't go down that road, they're at least giving you something, uh, an insight to the business or or the relations with players, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I'd even give you Donald Sterling, who was, I, well, mean, gave us all... the, I mean, that was unbelievable. But yeah, this was a microphone that was put in front of him he thought was going to be clandestine. But you get those true thoughts because oh, oh, when, whenever you don't have to report to somebody or say, okay, if I say this, what's going to happen to me? When you don't have to do that, you lose that filter. 
completely lose that filter. Look, Peter Vesey, longtime NBA executive, yeah. put out a really racially insensitive tweet the other day. But he doesn't work for anybody anymore. So it's all Peter Vesey, Peter Vesey, Peter Vesey. It became a story for five minutes. And Vesey was like, no, I'm sorry you took it that way, but my tweet is my tweet. I said it. I'm fine. When you don't have a job, when you don't have anybody to say, okay, it goes away. And the same thing, the owners not had to answer to anybody. Well, no, it's funny because I always did the training camp tours, and they'd say, who do you want? And I'd always say, uh, anybody but the quarterback. And they'd laugh, and they'd say, well, that's the big name. Like, I don't want the big name. He's going to give me coach speak. Yeah. Give me that wide receiver who's a little salty or the cornerback. 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca. That's Twitter, at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show. Jason, Mike Harbin, trust me, owners will always give you gold. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today, Jameis Winston made all kinds of headlines you would not want Jameis Winston to make. It had been a while since he'd given us anything like this. I, mean, I want everybody to look at me. The I NFL, mean, the, I'm going to eat a W. I mean, notwithstanding, of course. The NFL is investigating an allegation that Winston groped a female Uber driver in May of last year. Jameis Winston says the accusation is false. The NFL has said the allegation was shared with the league and they have reached out to Uber to request any information they may have. Uber says this happened. What, according to their reports, happened is that Jameis Winston was picked up in an Uber driver by a female driver. He reached over and grabbed at her crotch, held his hand there for five seconds. She told him to move it, get it away. He moved it. She complained. They removed Jameis Winston from their database, and apparently he's not been able to call an Uber since May of 2016. Ejected. He got he got ejected. So this is what's happening around Jameis Winston. Before we get into Jameis Winston, this is what I say. I need, if I'm ever going to get in an Uber, I need a good Uber story. I mean, I need a story where, you know, somebody, you know, left a wallet in an Uber and, oh, it had all kinds of money and the driver returned it and it turns out the person was a millionaire and, you know, gave them a million dollars and, hey, now they don't have to drive Uber anymore. You know, I, I need a good Uber story. I can't just get the, hey, look at this. This guy was late coming back from a bye week, so he took a $900 Uber ride from Buffalo to Cleveland so he can get to back to practice on time. I mean, that I was need, a good story. Though. I need more Uber stories. You know me. I'm not getting in an Uber. I'm not an Uber guy. But that's just it. The beauty of it is there's so many hundreds of thousands of Uber transactions that are so routine, they don't warrant mentioning. But I can call a cab How many drunk people here in the greater Los Angeles area have, they may not remember it, but they (laughs) used Uber. And the transaction (laughs) said they used Uber to go from point A to point B. I know friends in the great Midwest right now that are finishing their first cocktail. Maybe their third. (laughs) And they're getting ready to go to the next bar. Finishing and you know what they're fir- going to do? Finishing their first cocktail. It's 11.30 at night. It's only 10.30. Come on. It's 10.30 at night. Maybe they got out of well, work Well, the bars late. are open till 4 in the morning. Yeah, maybe they work. Okay. Maybe All you right. start a little later. Okay. All right. Maybe they don't have the kids to okay. chase around. So they start their evening with a nice dinner. Hell a little yeah. later than 4.30. I'm going out at 10 o'clock. <laughs> okay. Why not? All right. All right. What, you don't you? go out at 10 o'clock anymore? No. I used, uh-huh. to, I used to go out at like, when I would go out, I would go out at like sometime between 8 and 9. Is when I would go out. I would go out between well, 8 and 9. Well, that was your sweet spot. Yeah. I got between 8 and 9. Lightweight. And I'm out, I'm out no, but, but were you a guy doing four or five quick ones, or did you space it out? No, no, no. Well, it depended on where I was in the day. 
It depended. Like, was I out all day and I went home to take a shower and have something to eat? Or, or am I just rolling my afternoon into the evening? And it's like going out was just changing bars. No, no, I'm just going to leave this bar at 7 o'clock. i got to leave this bar. And now you use an Uber. Can you go a mile down the road? Or I just walk out of the door go to the next bar. How many Zimas did it take to get you home? <laughs> you know, I had Zimas once. Never had Zimas again. You know, if I were writing you word problems for ice after yeah. that. Uh, you know, Smirnoff ice, you can have a couple, but it's kind of tough to go, all right, I'm going to have more than two. They're too sweet. And then a little Mike's Hard on the side. Uh, no, 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 I'm not a Mike's Hard guy. Not out of Mike's Hard guy. Smirnoff ice, okay. Were you just trying to get not a Mike's drop hard. out of this early no. part of a Friday night? No. What, what, what are you going to say? Any any Shirley Temples? Was that your next one? What, what, yeah, Grenadine? No, in it? we ran out of umbrellas. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pink umbrellas? And put that in my drink? But I mean, I need I need a good I need a good Uber story. And how about a Fresca at Swollen Dome on Twitter eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox the number. Your Uber story, Jason. Why are you? Something must have happened in an Uber. No, yeah. I'm just I'm just Harmon. Am I? I'm on the something. No, here. I'm just always just. There's got to be a reason behind it. Uber needs to be regulated. Think about this. Did you I'm have not, a lift go it, wrong? It, what, no, no. Just think about this. If mustache. I I could get in a car. And I could pull up outside a bar at 2 o'clock in the morning. And somebody could walk out, and I'm going to say, hey, I'm your Uber. And instead of checking, your, hey, great, yes. And people would get in, and then who knows where they take it. Why are we in the middle of the desert at midnight? Well, I want to show no, you where I have my shovel. they take you to where you put in uh, where to go. Yeah, but if you're in a car, you're in a car. You're in a car, you're in a car. What, what are you going to do? I, it's, no, it's, but there's a regulated. communication of who you are. No, it's got to be regulated. And the car and the whole nine yards. No, there's there's no, more to it. No. I trust it more than taxi. More no. registration. There's there's a lot more to the no. process of becoming an Uber or Lyft driver than you like to give it credit to. You think it's just a bunch of rogue guys that are sitting around watching a bad movie on a Friday night, flip their no, cigarette at, say- their, at, at their mother-in-law <laughs> and say, you know what? I'm going to go earn a little scratch. I'm going to go drive around and screw with some people. No, that's not the way it works. You know, that Harmon guy is going to need an Uber, and I'm sick and tired of talking about his calves. I just flipped a cigarette at you and said, I'm going to go get a couple of no, it's just couple any, affairs. No. It's, it's anybody could I'm going to sh- go mess with people and claim I'm their Uber any, ride. Anybody could be an Uber driver. You don't need to pass a test. You don't need to have what a- are you? Who are you scared of? I don't know anybody. I'd ready got to walk up. Hey, hey, are you are you the guy in the radio, Jason? Yeah, I am. Oh, hey, guess where I'm tied into you? Wait, where are all the locks? Why why is this car tinted? No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing Just it. Just use JJ Abrams' account no, and get Uber X. <laughs> It's a fair point. Now, but there's like 11 levels. I mean, that, that's also too complicated for me. There's like 11 levels of Uber. I get the gold, right? The extra gold, the rolled gold, the old gold, no, the Missy gold. No, gold are pretzels, Jason. Okay, but there's all the different levels. You can get a Lexus from 2014 or a Lexus from 2011. You can come on, a come on. No, Toyota no, no. Camry from 20. I mean, no, pause for a second, though. I mean, you got to le- have a workable car, right? It's got to have, okay. it, it's got to be in good shape. It can't be, you know, something 15 years old. That's that's dying. It's got you got to submit all that, and then your driver requirements. At least twenty one years old, three or more driving ex- years of driving experience in the U S. Valid license, you can't be valid a Jets registration. Fan. That's well, anybody. That's true. That's anybody that gets then a you're on edge all the Excuse time. Me. Yeah, you can't have that. Clean no, driving record and criminal history, and then a background check online. No DUI or drug related offenses. Yeah, no okay. fatal accidents. No history of reckless driving. That's no criminal 95% record. Ninety five percent of the people could just say, "Sure, I would be, I'll be an Uber driver." You yeah, still got to go through the test? process. Any drug test? Well, no drug related offenses. No, but any drug tests? Any tests? 
Any driving tests? Yeah, Jason didn't need to know that. But you already passed a driving test. No, yeah, when you were 16. There's there's friends of mine I won't get in a car with. Hey, come on, we're all piling in. Where are we going? Uh, who's driving that car? Buddy, I'm I'll driving go in the other one. Why do you think I drive when we carpool yeah. all the time? <laughs> but but you, but how many times do I have to go? Hey, 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 and you go, oh, hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. And I'm like, oh, all right, all right, we're good. Yeah, because no, okay, you're all, all right, paranoid fine. and thinking I'm gonna no. crash you just for the sake of no. crashing you. Why, why do you think I, I bring my own seatbelt when when you when you drive? See, there's an obvious joke about the seatbelt expansion necessity, but I'm going to leave that alone. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Today we found out Danica Patrick is going to retire from race car driving. She's going to race a little bit longer, going to race in the 2018 Daytona, and then call it quits after the Indy 500. She talked about it earlier today. Sounded very enthused and then a little emotional while making her decision. But I'm not totally done. I am going to do the Daytona 500 next year and the Indy 500. So I'm really excited about that. I, I think it's going to be a great way to cap it off. Another point of I'm strong, I'm strong, I'm strong. Danica Patrick, let's talk about what she means to the world of sports because th- this is this is going to be her legacy now that she's not driving anymore. She beat everybody to the punch because she was going to get dropped. You know, she hasn't won. She's going to wind up being like Anna Kornikova, who was incredibly attractive, was very good, but never won. And really a doubles to, player. Tried to, yeah, but, you know, but really we care about that. That doesn't get you I mean, over. I know, I get you it. You know, look, there's a reason why Luke and Murphy Jensen aren't absolute superstars in tennis. But when you don't win, it doesn't matter. That's why sports, we could talk about people who are good looking, oh, people who are good looking get so much out. You got to produce on the field. And if you don't win, we will forget about you. We don't talk about Anna Kornikova anymore. She stirred the drink for a long time, but she didn't win. And that's Danica Patrick. She never won. Her personality was very awkward. There was never any embrace. She was she was always guarded. And had she been more charismatic, she would have had a different career. She would have brought more people to racing. More people would have spent more attention on her. And as big as she was, she would have been even bigger and had a longer career. She challenged other drivers outside the car, would always get out of her car and run up and yell at somebody if they ran her off or rubbed her, and that didn't play well for her. That was very difficult. This is her legacy. So all of these things are Danica had, had she had, look, I, I I interviewed her a couple of times. She, like I said, that's her personality. Had she had a better personality, she would have been given the benefit of the doubt when you don't win. If people like you, they give you the benefit of the doubt more for things than if you're not likable. But the silver lining for Danica is this. Like the early 2000 women reporters in sports that couldn't get a break, couldn't get anybody to say, hey, you have every place on the sideline than anybody else does. Lisa Guerrero's, the Susie Schuster's, all of those women who trailblazed and got nothing but grief and flack and you don't belong. I feel awful for those women because they should be enjoying the careers that women are enjoying now in sports. Now women in sports are everywhere, but it was so, oh, we can't have women, can't have women, can't have women, but they blazed the trail for the women to enjoy the success they're at right now. Everybody who enjoy should should call Lisa Guerrero, all of them, and say, thank you so much. I don't know what it was like for you. You took a lot of bullets for us. The next female driver 
will do the same thing for Danica because they'll be more accepted because now it's more accepted to have women drivers in NASCAR. They will learn and and realize, okay, here's what I need to do to become a successful driver. I got to win, but I also have to be more charismatic, be more outgoing. But Danica blazed that trail, and she's someone that it was difficult, and everybody wanted her to fail. So many people wanted her to fail. Now that she's going to be out, the next wave that comes in, it's going to be easier for them. That's how we'll look back on Danica Patrick. That's the the most positive flip side of her legacy. Well, you see Ashley Force dominating, going to series wins, uh, part of the Force family in, in the other circuits. And for Danica Patrick, there were some some good moments and and good press and and, and inclusiveness in NASCAR that wasn't necessarily there. After pay, paying some dues early on, we talk about female broadcasters and the growth you look at just in in actual competition ronda rousey there was no women's division in ufc suddenly hey wait a minute and you've seen how they're now co-headliner sometimes headlining card cards as well uh, as we get to ufc 219 and all of those kind of things gotta keep the numbers straight mm-hmm. but for danica <laughs> patrick it, it opens the door and maybe changes the way that sponsors think, because really it's all about following the dollar, right? If mm-hmm. if you can get a sponsor to get behind uh, a new athlete and a, a woman that comes up in the wake of Danica Patrick, then it opens the door for that many more, and we see the growth of the sport. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The final from Staples Center, 122-113. And they scored a lot of points again. The Suns. Right, they had 106 yesterday, the, the Lakers, right? The, the Suns are playing on the second night of back-to-backs. They give up 90 in the first half to the Rockets last yeah. night, and they come into Staples Center and win by nine over the Lakers. Never in doubt. That is That is inexcusable. The Suns stink out loud so bad. And now here are the Lakers. Now they started out fine. They were five hundred. Things are good. And now they're six and ten. And you lose to the Suns, who are absolutely dead from the neck up. They and suck. It didn't even come down close at the end. And they're playing the second night of back. You should always be ashamed if you lose a second night of back to backs to anybody, but especially the Suns. I mean, at, come at on. home after. I mean, really? After that, what th- we saw, this is this is when I say Luke Walton may not make it past Christmas. As the head coach of the Lakers. That's a hot take. Seriously, think about this. The Lakers, this is a new start for them. Magic Johnson anointed Lonzo Ball. Hey, your jersey's going to be hanging in the rafters. There's a lot of expectation, even though the Lakers are basically starting over because none of their draft picks turned into stars like Magic Johnson thought they were going to be a year ago. And he kept saying, we got stars, we got stars. How about you go get Paul George? No, 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 but we got stars, we got stars. You don't. You don't. And with all that expectation, which is really unfair that's the part that's unfair for Lonzo Ball is that they talked about him as a your jerseys in the rafters. They hyped up as, after the summer league experience by Lonzo Ball. It was, oh, he's going to be a star Hall of Famer jersey on the wall. It's like, whoa, the guy hasn't played a game yet. Magic no, that was, the, that was the thing, right? As much as the media did it, that up they did it in the house. Way. They screwed it up in such a big way. Every The handling of Lonzo Ball has been awful from everybody's perspective. His dad, awful. Turning his son into a target every single night for the opposing team to say, I don't care what happens, we're shutting your ass down to shut your dad up. So that's awful. The Lakers put him in the position of being the savior of the franchise when he hasn't gotten on the floor yet. That was awful. Nobody has helped him. Nobody. 
has helped him. And he's started off with horrible shooting woes. You knew he couldn't shoot because his windup was awkward and not made for the NBA. Tonight against the Suns, Lonzo Ball scored six points in 38 minutes. It's the bleeping Suns. All right, they play less defense than I do when I'm just shooting at the Y by myself. And Lonzo Ball can't score more than six points. Six points, six rebounds, six assists. He did have five steals, so a nice night defensively. But this is your number two overall pick, the guy that's going to the Hall of Fame, and he's have all kinds of problems. They can't beat the Suns. Somebody's going to fall on the sword for this. It's going to be Luke Walton. As much as they like him, as much as he, if he keeps losing games, he won't make it past Christmas. I mean it. If they if they're languishing at Christmas, if they're you know twelve and 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 and, and twenty two, forget it. I mean you're you're done. You're not going to get you're not going to get a chance. You 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 need to be around five hundred. And okay, you keep your job. Luke Walton's doing a fine job. But the more Alonzo Ball struggles, the more wait. It's coming. Lavar Ball saying, "I don't know. We have the right coach for this team. Just watch." Just trust me, I don't know that we had he already questioned once saying Lonzo's got to play more in the fourth quarter. If he played more in the fourth quarter, he'd score more points. Because apparently those four minutes he sits out is where he would score all his points. But that's coming. Luke Walton may not make it past Christmas. Played a full 38 minutes tonight, six points, five steals, six assists, six rebounds, a lot of sixes running wild here. A block, three turnovers. Minus two in the plus-minus column. Only took seven shots along the way. Missed both his free throws uh, while sporting a new do. And to your point with Luke Walton, the, the biggest thing about this season, in addition to in the rafters and face of the franchise and everything that was bestowed upon Lonzo Ball before they ever uh, rolled the ball out for the first exhibition game, is the idea that you're we're trying to sell hope. Because that was the other thing with Magic Johnson and and team officials in a lot of their comments was this is the building block year to sell free agents that we've got the nucleus that they want to join and push Laker basketball back to the heights of yesteryear, a nod to Showtime era and all of that thing. So when we, we look at where these last few games have been and you look at Caldwell Pope today with a little slap fight over a timeout because he got bumped because mm-hmm. he was going to D a guy up and – Got bumped, so all of a sudden we're slap fighting alongside the bench, and Lopez gets involved in the whole nine yards. It's only a matter of time before they start getting frustrated. And, and you know, not to pump up the Phoenix Suns, because I'm not going to do this, <laughs> but yesterday you talked about just rolling the ball out and just running up and yeah. down until the tongues are sure. know, tripping on them. Sure. Right now the Suns are the 13th highest scoring team in the NBA. Yeah, they score about 107 points. points, but they give up the most in the NBA. <laughs> 117 a night. See, the second, if you didn't have to go with the second part of that, that would be awesome. But you have to go with the no, second part. No, but if they it. at least, you know, against a lesser team like the Lakers, will take them up and down the court and they'll put up their points. Kuzma, yo. Kuz, he's your best player. He had 30 and 10 tonight. Yeah, he's first Laker rookie to do that since James Worthy. Magic Johnson. Magic oh, about Johnson. that. Oh, wow. Worthy never did that as a rookie. Wow. Not in his goggles. Mag- no, never it's, that's true. That's true. And, and you know, and that's the thing about this Laker team is that the Lakers need to realize this team is not very good. You can say, "Oh, we're young," mm-hmm. but if you could say, if you let's say you were another team in the NBA and you said, "Okay." Who's a star from this team you would pluck off and, and, and plop into your lineup in a second? Kobe. Well, you, you, would t- you would take Kobe. 
you would take Lonzo because, you know, okay, maybe, but certainly he has not shown to be anything. No. All right. right. Brandon Ingram, is he going to be a star or is he just kind of a small forward? Now that's what he is. Second team he's, guy yeah, he's right now. Though. His numbers keep climbing. His numbers it's, go, but he's not going to be a star. He's hitting the buffet a little bit, <laughs> but he's not going to be a star. Kuzma's been of absolute fine. Oh, that's a steal of the draft. You know he's sure. great, but you you can't win games when this is the makeup of your team. When you have Brandon Ingram is not a star. You can think Brandon Ingram's a star. No, Carson Wentz is a star. Carson Wentz don't, is a don't star. Don't you? We had gone two hours. If we had traded Brandon Ingram and and, and gotten Joel Embiid, we'd be a star. That would happen here in Los Angeles. Man. Not in Philadelphia. But (laughs) the Lakers, they have this, you know, I feel this this happens in fantasy all the time. When other guys want to make trades with you and they overvalue their players so much. And you'll say like, okay, I'll give you, you know, if if you need a quarterback, if you, you know, uh, I'll give you (laughs) Alex Smith. And you have to give me Joe Mixon and Travis Kelsey. Like, oh, no, are you kidding? Joe Mixon is great. And there's like, dude, Joe Mixon is, you know, what do you mean you can't give me Joe Mixon? People overvalue their players just because they're on their team. Tom Brady for Keenan Allen. Be, <laughs> who else, Same guy. Who else <laughs> <laughs> but that's the problem is that the Lakers and Magic Johnson think these players are all stars. They have the building blocks of another showtime, and they don't. Brandon Ingram is a nice player. He'll be a starter for a long time. He'll be a guy that fills up the stat sheet, but he's not going to be one of your top two guys. He's not a top two guy in a team. That's just not who he is. Well, and Julius Randle's going to get traded, dumped, or Julius Randle's coming off the bench the right now. Right. How valuable can he be? Kuzma is a fine as a starter. Great. But now you're wondering about Lonzo Ball and how good he's going to be. How are you going how are you going to turn this team into, into a star team? You know what you need? You need to go get stars. You need to, you need to hope that LeBron decides I'm coming to the Lakers or that Paul George, after a year in Oklahoma City, says I'm out and I'm coming. This, this Can is he do not... that after tonight when Carmelo took the longest two-point Oh, Melo, Melo, Melo. With 5.6 seconds left, and they went to the videotape, and you and I sitting here in the mm. Geico studios looking at these monitors, clear as day in front of us. His foot's on the line. Great shot So by maybe Mello Paul George wants out. A little yeah, bit maybe. sooner, but but that's what's going to make this team good. It's not going to be a- these young guys. It's we have to go get young, established stars to come in. I'm sorry, but all these guys, all this you've been rebuilding now for five years. I know you got rid of the last old regime, and here comes Magic, and he makes tra- but nothing you have done says okay. Now we're going to be really good again. You you don't have a lot of talent. Well, and that's what goes back to the Luke Walton part of the equation as well. As we get deeper into the evaluation of his aptitude of being able to take young players and develop them and get them to where they're competing on a nightly basis. Cause they're very long stretches where there's they're lethargic. Yeah. Right. Oh, sure. Right. They lose by nine tonight. That looks good in the stat sheet on a relative base. Hey, we scored 113 points and you could be all excited, but they were really never challenged in this game. But for Luke Walton, it's the question if you're going to LeBron James, you're going to Paul George, or the whole list of potential free agents this upcoming summer, is Luke Walton the guy they want? Right? No, who's the coach they're picking? Right? If you're going to go and do the hard sell to LeBron James, who's the guy he wants in that he's chair? Not, he, Luke Walton's not making it. Luke Walton is not. I mean it. Christmas. Well, I mean, we know I mean, it's not Christmas. Phil. It's Oh, can you imagine now? 
Hello. Back. You want to talk about great deal. Uh, you know what, Phil? We let you sleep for a long time tonight. Tonight's your first appearance with 45 minutes left to go. You got one more thing to say? We'll let you say one more thing, Phil. Someone has to match the style of okay. the way we do things. <laughs> All right. Is it the playoffs yet? No, Phil. It's it's still November, and the Knicks are better, and the Lakers still stink. He's got some ideas about how the game should progress. Yes, now and now you can go back to sleep. The anesthesiologist told oh. me when he leaned over me that we've named your kidney stone Kobe because it's not passing. <laughs> Phil, go back to sleep now. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.